Have you figured out just enough about running an online business that your friends look up to you because your IG makes it look like you got it going on, but secretly you hate mornings because you've got to figure out yet once again not only how to keep up the sham, but how to actually become the sexy beast your friends, family, and followers think you are. If any of that remotely applies to you, then you are home, baby doll. I make my living as an Instagram expert and I am sick of trying to pretend I've got it all together. I want a place where I can rant about how crazy this online journey actually is. And if I learn something or I'm able to teach something along the way, well then hey, power to the people. If you're here for that, my name is Nicole Joubert and I'm here for you. CEO Social Brand. Navigating social media entrepreneurship while desperately trying not to jump. Hello everyone out here in podcast land. My name is Nicole Joubert and um, currently I run an Instagram marketing agency. So um, I am committed to doing 365 days of this podcast. I'm brand new to this. So I will find out in that time if I've got what it takes or if I'm supposed to be a flop. But I'm going to figure out something. Something's going to happen in this year. I'm going to learn something. So I I, I decided that... uh, Let's just start off at the beginning. Let's start off with where, how I became who I am today, um, how I became a social media marketer, uh, Instagram marketer. So um, way back in 2006, I was an actor in Hollywood and I even had uh, a a little bit of success. I was on the show called Hell Date and it was just really, really popular its first year out there. But I had, I got hurt really, really bad, uh, my back. It was a really bad back injury, and um, I basically avoided having surgery for six years. I looked out, and I was basically looking for anything that would allow me to escape having to go under the knife because, you know, you hear horrible stories about people who have back surgery, and I just didn't, I was too young. I just didn't want to go down like that. You know, I had hopes and dreams. So, um that my back though was very severe and you know a doctor told me from the very beginning the only way I was getting out of this with surgery or I was just going to have to take morphine for the rest of my life until I died and I knew that that eventually was going to kill me so after uh, six years of just looking for any solution that I could find and not finding one I opted to have surgery Um, and after surgery I spent a year and a half of recovery but the whole time that I was down the seven and a half years I wasn't working so when I was all better it was time for me to get out there and get back into the game I had a family to take care of I was very blessed that in the time that I was disabled that my family you know they gathered around me and they carried me they basically supported me you know financially spiritually emotionally personally they stepped in and just really helped me raise my children Uh, me and my children's father are were no longer together at the time so um uh, so we're starting at the end. It's 2000, 
2012 now when I had my surgery. Um, about 2014, I was ready to go out on my own with my family, but I hadn't worked in a very long time. And um, I was depressed in the middle of my, my injury because, you know, it looked like my star was about to shine so bright and it was just cut short. And so I just really kept myself kept to myself. I wasn't really talking to anyone. I wasn't really networking the way I normally should have been. And so when it came time for me to get back into the to the to the market, I didn't have any connections and my resume had a huge gap in it. Now Normally, I'm the person that everyone in my circle goes to when it's time to find a job. I was really good at doing people's resumes, and I was really good at getting a job. I was really good at the prep. I would prep harder and stronger than the next person, and so I never had a problem getting a job, and the strangest thing happened. I was so desperate. like I was like not even thinking about going back into Hollywood. I was like, I need cold, hard cash. I got to get a job. I'll take anything. And so I was just going for mid-level jobs, high paying jobs, good paying jobs. And for, you know, just the bottom of the basement. And I was not getting like no one was biting. It was crazy. It didn't matter what type of job I went to. No one was biting. And it was so strange. So I had a couple of jobs just disappear like you got the job come tomorrow and fill out your paperwork and then like it would just disappear no one would return my phone calls I couldn't get in touch with anybody um, it was like one of those things like after a while you get the message you're not wanted and I had another situation um, when at towards the end when I finally stopped two situations one is that I had was on a third interview with a tech firm in Santa Monica and basically most people understand that on your third interview it's just you know that's just a you know let's just make sure that we're making the right decision they had three positions open there were two of us interviewing and you know it's just was just supposed to be a formality and I didn't get the job and that really crushed me because I had been trying for so long going so hard and I wasn't getting anything the money that I had I had some money but it was running out and it was running out fast because I had been without a job for quite a long time. Um, and uh, the last situation was um, a situation where I actually got hired for um, another firm in Santa Monica, a financial firm. Um, I had, um, you know, a brief history in finance prior to that. And uh, on the um, after they hired me, they asked me to fill out this this questionnaire all of this information because they had to do a very extensive background check and they said make sure that you put everything on it you know any ticket that you've gotten anything and so I put everything that I knew on it and then I told them I said I said I believe that there is a ticket I had two tickets one I knew the information on I said I believe there's another ticket out there that I'm just not really sure the details on it I don't even remember what year I got it but I know it's out there they said okay that's no problem just write down what you know and so I did that and when they did their um, they did their their background check the ticket came up with all of its exact details and they told me that I could not have the job because I had lied to them on the resume 
And I told them, I was like, well, I told you guys. And they said, no, technically you lied. And so you cannot have the job. And that I was just crushed after that. Like I was just beaten down, um, you know. And I had been, of course, talking to my family and friends throughout this whole process. And a girlfriend that I was talking to almost daily, you know, she started to say, and I, I felt this, but I just didn't want to come to terms with it. You know, that there's something higher than you going on. You know, I don't think you're going to get a job. I don't think you're supposed to work. And I had felt that for uh, the last couple of months of my job search, but I just didn't want to come to terms with it because if I don't get a job, how do I feed my family? My money is running out. What are we going to do? So um, after that situation, I finally gave in, was like, okay, God, what, are, what am I going to do? I'm, I'm not going to get a job. And uh, I just had a talk with him and I said, you know, so... Whatever you say do, I'm going to do. Any opportunity that comes, that presents itself, I'm jumping at it. And uh, shortly thereafter, I got a call to be uh, a fashion stylist um, um, uh, with my business partner, my who, who, a lady who would become my business partner. And it was not something that I was excited about. I had been asked uh, to be a fashion stylist uh, many times throughout my time in Hollywood because I really love to dress. I get excited about putting outfits together, but I'm not excited about putting outfits together on other people. I just like to dress. And so the thought of being a fashion stylist was just never appealing to me, but I said that I was gonna say yes to everything. And so I did, I said yes. And I jumped in and I worked as hard as I could and the, 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 the business was in its infancy and so we had a lot to build and, and we were really, really, you know, putting our name out there. And one of the things that we understood that was going to be, um, you know, uh, one of the make or break things for our business model, the way we structured it, was social media. And so neither of us were good at social media and so <laughs> she was just like, you know, I don't want to do it. And I said, well, okay, well, I guess I'll do it. And I was still in my say yes mode. So I said yes to learning social media. So um, I I had an account on Twitter. I had, you know, uh, an Instagram account that I had gotten in, I think, 2013. Um, my daughter made me get it. And then, you know, I had Facebook and everything. And this is right now, we're in 2014, but I hadn't really used any of those. I had Twitter. And so I just had to figure out what was gonna be the right platform for us because I didn't know anything much about any of them. And and I knew that I couldn't spend all my day on social media because stylist hours, they're long and they're hard and I didn't have a lot of time to waste. And so I just started kind of lightly poking around and just kind of doing a little bit of, little bit of research. And I kept hearing these stories about Instagram and they were blowing my mind. I'm like, what is this? Like, cause, so this is the thing. I'm from the old school Hollywood uh, set and there are certain rules to who makes it and who doesn't and the things that I was I was seeing on Instagram it was breaking all the rules and I didn't quite understand it and you know the the one that really caught my eyes and one day I was just reading on Google and a news story popped up about Kylie Jenner getting paid $350,000 for an Instagram post and this is when I just started looking into all the different networks and that was just like unbelievable I said that's absolutely not true and I started to research it and I found out that it was true and so this intrigued me and so I started like deep digging into her account and I started like like looking at other people that she was tagging and I started noticing that people were getting paid by other companies because they were associated with her to 
talk about their products. And I was like, what the is this? Because I didn't know what an influencer was. It wasn't even a popular term back then. Engagement. Well, there were no courses. There were no blogs. There were no YouTube channels dedicated to Instagram. It was brand new back then. And so I decided after a little bit more research that Instagram was the place. It was just too exciting. Too many exciting things were going on. And so I told my business partner and I just started learning about Instagram. And what started happening is that Instagram slowly started to take over my life because I I had to figure out how to learn about this. And I ended up spending a year, a very difficult, horrible year that I don't ever want to repeat again, figuring out how to do Instagram because it almost felt like a challenge because these other people had done it. There's no way that you figure something out that I can't figure out. So I just really went for it. Um, and by the end of the year, I could, I could, I figured it out. But you know, when I went into the year, after I got all juiced up on Instagram, you know, Juicy Jam, I was like, I'm going to be a star. I'm going to be an influencer. I'm going to figure out how to do Instagram and I'm going to rule the world. I had no idea that it was going to take me a year to figure it out. But at during that year, um, I had a revelation and um, I could see because, you know, I was I was doing a lot of research. I love research. And so I was just I was looking at the facts and the numbers and the stats and the one thing that just was like, it just kept popping up in my head. Instagram is going to be the biggest thing since apple pie. Everyone's going to need it. Everyone's going to have to understand how to do it. And in that year, I was thinking this in that year as I was struggling through and I said, this is so unfair. Who's going to have the time to do this? I'm only doing it because I'm stubborn and I refuse to give up. But no one, people who are running business are not going to, businesses are not going to have the time to do this. And it's unfair that they should have to. This is crazy. This is too hard. Um, so one of the things, once I started having a couple of breakthroughs and then, you know, I would hit the next wall and have to dig down a rabbit hole, sometimes not sleeping for three days trying to figure something out. Um, I, I just decided that I was going to help people. I wasn't going to, if I figured this out, I was going to take what I knew and I was going to make sure that no one else had to go through this year because I knew that everyone was going to need it. And that was like my big epiphany. And so after the year was over, I was, you know, I wasn't like stealth with it, but I knew a lot more than anyone else did. And I just started, you know, growing people's accounts. I grew our business page. I grew mine. I grew um, <laughs> my business partners, families, friends, my children. I was just like, account I grow happy and once I was confident that I really understood and I just really could see the value in it I had a talk with my business partner and she blessed me to go out on my own and start this business and I opened my door you know I started learning in 2015 and I opened my doors for business in uh, November of 2016 and even though I had to do a lot of explaining as to why people needed it 
you know, I, God gave me an excellent marketing plan at the, at the time to get the word out. And I was successful the very first month I was in business. And over the past three years, I have learned a lot about uh, this platform, about social media in general, and about marketing in general, and about being an entrepreneur. Because although I have fancied myself as an entrepreneur my entire life, this last three years was the real entrepreneurial journey because I didn't have a safety net. I didn't have anything to fall back on. If it didn't work, I didn't eat since I couldn't get a job. And that's always been the thing pushing me. And, you know, sometimes it, you know, I was living high on the hog. <laughs> Other times, you know, it, the, the journey with, with entrepreneurship is just crazy. You know, you have good months where everything is just working out and you know you feel like you're big willy your bank account is fat life is good and then something happens three months later and you're like kicking yourself in the head you know trying to figure out who can hire you because there's just valleys and mountains and you know it's just crazy sometimes and that's one of the reasons why i'm kind of glad that i've i've taken the challenge to do this podcast because it's also a lonely walk and I want to connect with people and I feel that on Instagram sometimes I do feel like I have to be perfect and this is a place where I just really want to let my hair down and I want to take more time and talk to people and hopefully you know people will listen to me hopefully people will think that I have something of value to say but you know I wanted this to be cathartic for me too and my listeners and so um <laughs> that's just about it <laughs> so I, I I don't know what I'm going to be talking about tomorrow but I am going to show up and I am going to turn the mic on and I am going to start talking so if you want to come back I will be here and I just like to say thank you very much for listening to me tonight um I have no idea how it sounded. I don't know if it was all over the place or it actually made sense. But hey, it is what it is. And I guess you got to start someplace. So thank you once again for listening. And I'm going to say it here for the first time live. You're just one post away from anything and everything that can make the next part of your life happen. You're just one post away. Good night, guys. Be blessed and have a fantastic rest of your night.